0: You're listening to Nothing Required, and I'm your host, Sarah Ann Rogers. This podcast was specifically created for the woman from whom life requires quite a bit. I hope that at the end of this quick 15 minutes, you feel a little bit lighter, that you breathe a little bit easier, and that you know a little bit more encouragement. I hope that these words honor you and the work that you are doing in the person that you are. For you, are precious and treasured and incredibly important. At the end of each episode, there's a little takeaway meditation that I hope you can carry with you through your week. If you would like to connect with me, I'm on Instagram at at SarahAnnRogers and you can also email me on my website at SarahAnnRogers.com. I would love to hear from you. We're going to go ahead and get started, so take a deep breath. Relax those shoulders, for nothing in the next 15 minutes will be required of you here and now. I have this image of my ideal self and life tucked in the corner of my heart. She likes to come out for show at the most inopportune times. She's so pretty, you guys. Her hair is fixed, her skin is clear. It's clear because she's gotten plenty of sleep, and she hasn't had any snacks after 6 p.m. for months. She's kind but firm to her children, and she knows how to hold that tension, which is a problem for me. She's a glorious, flower-growing, gourmet meal-cooking, theologically intense creature. Honestly, she's me at my best. She's me with all the time and energy I think I should have. But so far, no season has come my way where I can do all things that my ideal self can do. The limitations are external and they grieve me often. When I faced them, I didn't know what to do. Contentment seemed to be the churchy answer, but how to get there? It used to feel incredibly overwhelming to think of contentment. Contentment almost felt like an extra added pressure in a life and a season that was already exhausting. I can't answer the question of contentment in one podcast episode mainly because I don't have it. Contentment seems to me much less a destination and much more a companion I try to keep around. She and I fight sometimes, and sometimes we're easy and kind to each other. It depends on the day. And it depends on how loud my children have been or how badly I need a good cry. But I digress. I think it's normal to panic a little when we're faced with a true limitation in ourselves or our situations. Whether it be schedule-related, financial, or simply connected to our energy and motivation, it all sounds sad to acknowledge. To have such good intentions and dreams and hopes seems like the right thing. But what about when we really can't be that ideal self? The whole thing can feel really overwhelming. I was recently reading Madeline Langle and the bathtub when this hit me in its own new way. Now, if you haven't read her stuff, you should. She is who I want to be when I grow up. But in that moment, I was mourning and bemoaning the fact that I can't seem to write like she could. Mind you, the book I was reading was written past her 50s, but still. Something struck me, I think it was the Holy Spirit, and I thought again about my limitations. It hit me that it's more painful and less helpful when I don't acknowledge them. I get scared, honestly, that looking at them will truly limit me even more, and so I try to see possibilities instead of limitations, which isn't a bad thing except for this. Whether or not I acknowledge their presence or not, The boundaries of my life are still there. I am limited. My capacity is limited. My creativity is not boundless. My time is measured. My energy and my motivation are drained throughout my day. Whether they start very high in the morning, still at the end of the day, they are drained. But before we just wallow in how awful this all sounds... Let me tell you how hopeful I felt with this realization, even though it's backwards. I felt hopeful in that moment because when I look at the boundaries of my life, I can do a few things that I couldn't do by avoiding them. One, I can see what I can accomplish and hold right now. It's a lot. Even if it's not all that I want to do, it's still a lot. I bet if you measure all that you do in your day, all that is required of you, and all the ways you meet the challenges that come to face you, you will see that even though you are limited in some things that you'd like to not be limited in, you are still doing so much. It is worth acknowledging, it is worth celebrating, and it is worth holding. I'd even go as far to say it's worth recording. Write it down. Make a to-do list or make a to-done list, that's a horrible grammar error. Make a done list, (laughs) but to-done sounds better, I know you get it. Okay, number two, the second thing I can do is I can accept grace in the areas in which I was unknowingly holding on to shame. Like I said earlier, my ideal self makes really lovely gourmet dinners, and I was honestly feeling discouraged when it came to five o'clock every day in 2020, and I couldn't manage what I'd hoped. I love to cook. I love the colors. I love the smells. I love the experience. I love to find a new recipe at the last minute, depending on what is all in my refrigerator. However, it wasn't happening this year. I was really tired. The shame that I was feeling doesn't just go away. It builds like a pile of sand on my chest. One grain is fine, it's not that big of a deal, but thousands of grains start to steal your breath. When I was looking at the limitations of my life, the work that was required of me right in this season and the first two-thirds of every day, it's so clear to see just how very reasonable it is that I can't hold up the dinner bargain I was trying to make with myself. It's quite reasonable that I was sticking chicken in the instant pot and rice on the stove and microwaving some frozen veggies, and that was the best that I could do. And I can shake off in that moment by acknowledging the limitations and by acknowledging all that I had done, I can shake off the weight that I was carrying and grace can take its place. One day, this season will change, but for now, here it is. And here I am, and it's okay. The third thing I can do when I acknowledge and see my limitations that I couldn't do before is I can ask God to expand my capacity. Acknowledging limitations does not mean that they have to stay what they are. This year especially, my own limitations and capacity have felt a little suffocating, simply because the need to respond to all the year has required of me has felt like more than I had to offer. The days, the homeschooling, the joy and contentment needed to press through did not feel like it was naturally coming from anything that I could muster. But coming to this end of myself, per se, allows me to know how to pray. You know that old saying, God won't give us more than we can handle? It's, of course, so completely untrue life will certainly hand us more than we can handle but god in and of himself is incredibly abundant and he has more than enough of what we need to meet the pressures that we can't naturally handle god's abundance allows us to ask boldly for what we need in his name When we acknowledge our limits, when we see our limited capacity, then we can go straight before God, boldly as his children, and we can ask him to expand our territory and to open us up to be able to meet the demands of the life that we are living. There's this passage that limitations and boundaries always makes me think of. It's in Psalm 16, two of the verses. They say, um, you guard all that is mine and the land you have given me is a pleasant land in another version that last um, sentence is the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places now i will say sometimes it doesn't feel pleasant sometimes it's a truth that we have to speak over the life that we are living and that we choose the faith and the trust to say Okay, God, because this is the limitation, because this is the capacity you've given me, I'm choosing to believe that it's good and it's for my good and it's for the good of my family and it's for the good of the people I'm in contact with and and it, you can be trusted, God. But I really also like the first line, you guard all that is mine, because I tend to grasp at the things, even the good intentions and God-given dreams that I think are mine to hold Especially if I think it's something that is God-birthed or God-given, I want to hold really, really tightly to it. But God and His presence is a safe place to open my hands because if He truly guards all that is mine, I don't have to do the guarding. He won't let something pass by us that is for us. He won't allow our limited capacities to stop His goodwill. And he will hold our identities and our hopes safely within him. Each week, I want to do a little meditation at the end that you can carry with you. Now, if you're not used to meditating on a scripture or on a thought, it's much less complicated than it can sound. It's simply holding on to a truth that is given to us by God and it's walking with it. I like to pick a certain time of day to, um, to really think on this meditation. Sometimes I will set a timer even and meditate on a certain truth, but you can do whatever you want. You can write it down. You can sit with it right now for a few minutes. Once you press, press pause and, um, just move forward when we meditate and, And when we think on things, we're really trusting God that these truths will permeate our hearts and our minds and that they will do the change that God will renew our minds and make us to think like him. So the meditation I want us to walk away with today is this. Take a deep breath, maybe close your eyes and listen. With God's spirit, every limitation is an invitation to deeper reliance on him. I don't have to grasp for what is mine. It is safe in God's hands. I'm going to repeat it. And I want you to really, truly take another deep breath. Breathe in all of the things, all of the limitations and frustrations that you see. And I want you to imagine yourself releasing them in God's presence trusting that it's safe. With God's Spirit, every limitation is an invitation to deeper reliance on Him. I don't have to grasp for what is mine. It is safe in God's hands. I want to say a special thank you to my friends for joining me on this creative journey. I was honestly nervous to do a podcast with only me. However, it was something that was on my heart for a long time. And I'm learning that what I have to lose is not a lot. My identity is secure. I am good and okay. Do you hear me saying that to myself, reminding myself because it's hard to believe, but I want to thank you so much. If this is your first time listening, I would love to connect with you. I am a hundred percent for real about that. Please reach out to me. I would love to be friends. I would love to hear how you're doing and what more you'd like to hear about and where you're at. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you next week.